fungus, we eat the 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 fungus, it is the 15th of July, and um, you were expecting episode 400 with a nice big group of people chatting away but um, nobody wanted to join and celebrate with me well Mr. Chicken Jar did but he had work to do and he's also feeling under the weather so he gets a pass So how you all doing? You're stuck with me. Stuck with me. I'm still amazed at these people who seem to live off of their YouTube channels. And more people want to submit to advertising to do so. We have a great red orange moon that's getting bigger, it's waxing. It's 11 o'clock at night, muggy, dark cloudy the airport near me has filled up the sky with lights so that there's a lot of light pollution and I'm going for a walk I was watching Vsauce this annoying guy who does all these YouTube videos. He's a YouTube personality. And he went to Peru to do ayahuasca, which is DMT, which is serotonin. And he it's two plants mixed together. The one produces the DMT, which is normally broken down immediately by your body. And then there's an inhibitor for that breakdown, which is the ayahuasca leaf or vine. And those two are mixed together into a tea. I'm hitting the main road here, so here's some cars. But any of the handful of listeners, you'll know that. 
Well, I, can't, I still can't believe that we have so many listeners. Even my son said it's the worst podcast in the world. But he just believes what he's told. I was ready to call it a night. I was. And I laid down, I closed my eyes for 10 minutes. And then I pulled myself together. I made a fresh coffee. And I got up and I did this. So it's with with great um, discipline. let's just say a mediocre amount of discipline, a little bit of resentment, a little bit of... I'm trying a new method here where I have the headphone off of one ear and on one ear. So the mic is a little bit farther away from my nose. I have it above my nose, over to the left. but it's further away, so you should have less heavy breathing. But we can't stop the, um, can't stop the long pauses and the car sounds. There's a lot of cars driving at this time of night, isn't there? guys are getting super chats where they people pay money to ask questions so I finally read the documentation um, on these colors and I figured out my color problem and um, I have some reporting to do on the 3D graphics. So there's a color class which manages RGB, red, green, blue, and other color schemes and conversions, and creating the color hex codes, parsing them, doing all that stuff. That's one thing. And then there's the OpenGL color matrix for coloring in vertices. And the color matrix takes a number between zero and one for each component of red, green, blue. And it's a 32-bit number. 
floating point, which is where I was getting hung up on. Because I was putting in large numbers. I was putting in the number between 0 and 255. But I have to say 1 divided by 255. Right? Or whatever scale I have. So now I got the colors to work, finally. And um, now I'm working on replacing the framework in the page so it loads faster because I want something that's very quick to reload where I can make a change and have that change reflected instantly currently it's like a 30 second reload time for source code changes and I don't want that so I can get my prototyping up So I'm looking at React TypeScript for that purpose. And I do realize, I do realize how I've been isolated or isolating myself mentally from so many things. And you can see that in my podcast, where I'm rejecting things all the time, rejecting trendiness and popularity as just frivolousness. But, um, It's also popularity, convenience, in the world of computing, if you live under a rock for too long, you really get out of date. The JavaScript world is just crazy. But one of the guys I reported bugs to fixed them. So I'm going to use his generator. It's called a Yo generator. It's a React TypeScript generator. And I've been reporting the bugs and he's been fixing them quickly. So I want to parameterize all of the parameters and components and variables for this visualization in React and then have the the user be able to interact with the animation, change things and also be able to display variables and have them update on the screen and have like sliders and knobs and dials for tweaking everything like to have a whole array of dials. I 
And you could think of a loop as starting on one area and ending on another. So one dial says the start and one dial says the end. And um, I guess part of what we do here on this walk is we go deeper and deeper and deeper into an idea. And that's the fun part. And the, the bad episodes are ones where I don't go into an idea. I don't lose myself, where I'm so self-conscious and worrying about what people say and things that upset me. Even just fussing over these numbers is fun. At 400 episodes, we definitely have built up some some kind of inertia here. Something that's happening, a routine. And I've built up some stamina some physical strength and ability that I haven't always had. Even today I was working in the sun. I was working on the rain garden and I dug down like three feet and then started to fill that in with rocks. And also we put up a... um, a danger, a danger um, sign, you know, like construction fence around the hole so people can't say that they fell in and hurt themselves. It's also see-through, so you can't say it's blocking your sight. So I'm hoping to get more gravel. I'm going to do some more research into rain garden materials and dig it out. Remove the, the clay. And there's a lot of clay there. So I'm hoping to uh, to dig out the clay. deep enough to carry the water fill that in with rocks so the water will go in but it won't it'll drain through and fill up that's the plan and that'll have a capacity and I suppose that if the capacity is not large enough I can just make it bigger So I can always adjust this garden as we go. Okay. They're gonna let me cross, I'm gonna cross here.
walking this whole year. has uh, been interesting. I really enjoyed the uh, colder days though. But I'm getting used to the heat, getting a nice tan. And just dealing with my discomfort. So, just thinking about Gino Ocaro and the other podcasts I listen to. I picked up this new one that was mentioned by Barnes. Um, the Watching the Watchers podcast. It's interesting. It's politically on the right wing. But he's a criminal lawyer, defense attorney. And um, he's got some interesting stuff to say. The Watching the Watchers podcast. So, and I was chatting with some of my guys from Kosovo, some of my peeps. From the Floss Group. They're so caught up in the um, government control of everything. It's like the State Department is influencing and running things over there. And I said to them, I don't have the solution for big tech. I don't. I don't have the answers. I don't have the answers. I guess I'm getting into my thought mode. 
not really flowing right now. Not really getting into the conversational form. Well, you know what, guys? I'm just going to do whatever is comfortable for me. Because that's what works for me. And uh, you guys haven't abandoned me completely. And the people who don't want to listen, they have, um, they're not going to listen anyway. This Vsauce guy says that um, when he took ayahuasca, he felt like his ego was being diminished. And that's what hurts the most. And they were saying how your brain doesn't go into more activity. The parts of your brain that are associated with the ego become less active. So that's interesting. Interesting. And, um, This whole Wikipedia Google thing is just insane. It's, um, a real love-hate relationship with Wikipedia. As we've talked about a couple times on deleted episodes. And we've also gone so deep into things. My whole attitude has changed since we started. I feel more relaxed, less certain. More free than before. I have less of a chip on my shoulder, less of a thing to prove. But I can't help thinking that all the people who didn't want to record with me today, if I was Joe Rogan, 
I was someone famous, if I was seeking the limelight or seeking to promote myself, that people would more be likely to want to be with me, that maybe my self-deprecation has gone a little bit too far as to drive people away. And that maybe I'm just getting exactly what I'm asking for. It's like, this is what you wanted. This is what you get. So to get back to the numbers, and I do hope and think what I'm doing with this JavaScript stuff and the web stuff is going to be good And in the end, a editor on the web page that lets you edit the code of your sketch would be awesome. And what is a model except the data that represents just the parameters to functions? So that, in the end, I could represent my algorithms as just models with a generic algorithm to feed to. And the models being generated by parameters that are just sliders and knobs and buttons. And um, all of that driving the GUI, the display. Like this slider adjusts the rotation in X, Y, or Z, three sliders. And this knob adjusts the size of the matrix. And this knob adjusts the color ranges the hues and all that.
and this URL is where we're going to get the numbers from, the source of what we're visualizing. So here's the different experiments that I've worked on, if I can remember them correctly. So, I started off with um, multiplication tables and division tables. And then Exploring addition and multiplication together, or different algebras, like algebra spaces, like what can, numbers can be reached. <clears throat> then we got into prime factorization, prime numbers finding the sieves, and then we visualized multiplication tables or the prime multiplication prime multiplication or just multiplication tables with different uh, modulos until I came up with the theory about the remainders and the angles that um, the prime numbers that the, uh, the mod the table size relationship to the prime numbers and the angles that they will repeat and then we looked at the um, one over prime numbers looked at sine and tangent and we started looking at large constants, e and pi and square root of two and square root of three, billions of numbers. And I looked at random numbers.
so those are digits even one the ratios of 1 over n 1 over n squared reciprocals the decimal expansions of those and that all gets into the representation of digits and then we can expand out instead of using digits we can use larger and larger bases so we can get into the colors So, not base 10, but, you know, base 256 or base 32 bits. Or 3 times 32 bits for RGB. And that, um... So 32 times 3 bits wide for one color. That would reduce the um, Amount of pixels and uh, but still decimal expansions of one digit of one number are not the same as multiplication tables it's a completely different beast so I guess the multiplication table, the division table, could be seen as three-dimensional, even the multiplication table. So my first idea was the X and the Y give its position. and uh, either on or off for a bitmap. But we could also use the color. The number itself could be a color. Or it could be three dimensionals. And reciprocals could be three dimensional. So the digits of the reciprocal could be the third dimension going deeper for a number. So this is a new idea. So a table of all the reciprocals up to a certain digit expansion.
And also I was thinking you could use alpha channel with transparency and overlay the pixels on top of each other and have them pick up colors from the ones behind them or put a light behind it to shine through. And then I also thought about the uh, 3D layouts of these different squares. And 3D layouts of the prime numbers. These different wheels we talked about. Which are just modulos. And um, showing the factorization one thing that fascinated me was the indexing of the numbers which numbers are reachable by which powers of two or powers of three powers of two times the powers of three and so forth as a whole indexing of the... Well, that's my neighbor's daughter. In her little Jeep mobile. She doing that this time of night, huh? Jersey girl sticker. So prime factorization. And these different levels. Like if you want to reach every single integer. You need to go deeper and deeper and deeper into the twos, and there's more twos than threes. And um, there's a whole hierarchy to the numbers. you get into the primes start multiplying the primes against each other it gets huge very quickly so the index expands immensely but what is the nature if you visit all the numbers in order What's the prime factorization? It's going to have a lot of the twos, multiples of twos. What happens what in what order? So that was kind of one of the fascinating things that I found. And I want to explore deeper. 
I came up with that three-dimensional structure. And um, then I was using the graph layout tools to lay out, let's say, powers of the first three powers, the first four powers, but it's still not the right ratio. dominance graph we had the all the primes multiplied by each other at the bottom and all so those are some of the things we've talked about so far What else did we talk about? Well, we talked about visualizing pi. And I had that huge mess up. So, yeah, I want to have tools for visualizing different numbers. And then, well, we haven't talked about like algebraic equations and quadratic equations and all that stuff. Finally, we have to talk about girdle numbering and Turing machines and all that fun stuff. Turing machine can calculate all this stuff.
That's 43 minutes. So, at least I gave you an episode. I'm going to uh, take a little break, catch some Pokemon. So I've been, I restarted my efforts. I installed this tool to, to click so I can do battles. But I remember that the easiest way to, to level up is to make friends and to send gifts to each other. So there's a Pokemon trainer board. And I posted my ID there and I got lots of friends automatically. Lots of friend requests. Now I gotta cap get gifts to send them, so I have to go to Pokestops, click gifts, and send all my friends gifts. And then every time you become a good friend with someone by that, you send them a gift, they send you a gift, you get like 5,000 XP. And that's one of the fastest ways to level up. You might say this is completely a waste of time and useless, and it is. complete waste of time and useless, and I have the police buzzing me at this time of night. Okay, let's go on pause. Alright. I decided just to turn it off. Stupid game. There's no sense in playing it rather go for my walk and not worry about the stupid game and leveling it up for what purpose <sighs> playing with my son is a different story but there's no need to be perfect in this game I was just watching the deer stand on two feet and, and rip leaves off a tree. It was pretty amazing. I got my steps in for the day already. At least 10,000 steps. So, as far as I'm concerned, I can go home. I don't even need to hang out here. But I think um, some of the most important things that I've done so far Well, it looks like this, I mean, none of this stuff is new. Even the pixel visualization of graphs is something I found in Tulip. Creating bitmaps for visualization. It's a common practice. Or a known practice. But really the question is, 
question is one pixel that represent does the pixel represent the number and its position or and is the position the depth of the number inside of another number meaning like decimal expansion decimal places have lots of different numbers like pi is an infinite number it's just one number but it's infinite so we can fill up infinity with pi to a lesser and lesser utility can say 2 times 3 is 6 and make that one number one pixel oh don't tell me the cops are coming in here drive-by. You gotta love that. I guess it's kind of annoying for them to have people walking around this time of night. So do we have a vector or array of numbers, or do we have a vector or array of digits, or do we have both? So I guess I need to work out my visualization tools so that we can go from all the numbers into one number. And show I don't know a decimal expansion of the first hundred digits sampled at a hundred so we can do a hundred by hundred and we can show the first hundred digits of the first hundred numbers one over n. For example, we can do that with different sizes of pixels. Pixel width, base 10, so choosing what axis to look at or where to focus on 
you choose pi, then you focused on 3.14, and you're looking at the depth of that one number. And then you could wrap that into a cube, for example, or other shape as a visualization. That's just a way to visualize deeper parts of that one-dimensional thing. So that's all very interesting. So we have basically different parameters here. Do we focus on one digit and use the whole screen in three dimensions or more dimensions to kind of display that one digit? Or do we look at multiple digits? You know, we can look at all of these digits next to each other. You can take the top these 10 famous numbers and kind of fit them onto the screen or have them next to each other, you can compare them. And then finally, we get into the Moray effect that we observed by slowly increasing the modulo table size or even by paging through pages of pi or even paging through random digits and um, having these moray effects show up on the screen these waves and oscillating things. I observed first on the 
modulo tables. As the modulo increased by one, <coughs> we saw different spinning areas. And I'm hoping that we can reproduce all, all of that with 3D graphics. So over time, increase the number of pixels, kind of squeeze them together a little bit more, or page forward, which is just adjusting the colors, the different speeds. and display different bits of the data. I'm going to remove the uh, permissions for location access. Physical activity, deny. physical activity permissions from Pokemon. I was just letting it take over my life too much. This stupid game. And it's funny how games can become compulsive. <sighs> and I guess Oh, and then what else were we looking at? We we're looking at large primes and one over prime numbers. Or just one over numbers and looking for patterns in those numbers. And we also saw that one over things. Irrational means you cannot, you cannot um, reach a number with 
a ratio. It will always break the ratio. But for our purposes of calculation, you can get to a certain amount of digits of pi with a ratio or of E. A series of ratios being added together in an infinite sequence. So These are some of the things. Understanding of math has improved since I started this, so I'm happy about that. And working on prime factorization and greatest common denominators. It's all very interesting. And ratios. Now the interesting thing, yeah, that we talked about, you know, is the number repeating and how to check
always said that there's no relationship, but also the guy said that people aren't studying it exactly. But what was interesting is when I looked at um, applying my algorithm to pi, I did find that there was a run of all the integers from 0 to 9 in some order. Now that could also repeat itself once or twice, for example, in theory. <clears throat> like you could have the same sequence of numbers repeating itself twice or well, once repeating itself once so you'd have you know one to nine in some order and then have the same exact one to nine in the same exact order following it <clears throat> and they're saying that this would happen in the same frequency would be to be random, supposedly, maybe. But, um, that the prime doesn't number doesn't have any repeating segments to it. It's interesting. And then if we take a different base, base 64, instead of base 10, you can look for different sequences of digits occurring. So, that's another area that we talked about. This whole idea of patterns occurring. And how often combinations And these combinations occur in statistics. And the reciprocals of primes versus pi versus random. And then compression and entropy measurements for those numbers.
and the visualization thereof. I'm thinking, we haven't really talked about that, but that would be interesting. So if these are all the different things I'd like to be able to fit into my little framework there. And to be cool, I mean, if we could just adjust different parameters and, and do all of these things. Let's see, if you want pi, you just focus your first digit on three, and then tell it to expand into it and page it and fold it into cubes and follow the pattern pi. And read that from some stream of numbers, some algorithm that produces it. <coughs> do something like you know the largest prime number with 20 megabyte digits and then divide that by one one over one divided by the largest prime I might not be able to do that in JavaScript might have to do that with an external program like GMP and have it stream the digits or save them somewhere So we might get into some different issues. So I really think I'm going to get into C++ or compiler technology eventually assembly language, WebAssembly. Maybe we can do GMP on WebAssembly. assembly and native binary 
and maybe we'll use archive.org to save these digits. I don't know. We'll see how this all plays out. We'll see how it all plays out. And this kind of gets into the idea of streams and um, streaming. And uh, you know, compression. Like if I do a voice model of myself, could we compress the voice down so that the computer it would have a smaller voice model that could generate me speaking? I give it the text. It would sound like me speaking, but it wouldn't be the MP3, it would be the generated text, a simul simulation. At what point does the compression become the model, become the simulation, become the recording. Can you reproduce the episode? using machine learning and compression and just store some basic information but really compress it down maybe it doesn't need to store the words exactly but we can reduce it down to some simplified waveforms some super compressed so that we could render the entire podcast or the voice inside of a JavaScript blob on a static web heist a couple hundred K. Is that possible? To include a voice model and the episode and everything. <clears throat> could it be smaller? than the original. Then we can exclude the cars and the heavy breathing and the pauses as well. I guess all this work has gone into compressing people's voices onto 900k 
okay. They say that the mobile phone is just 900 or 9,000 bytes per second. That's why you can't run a modem. 9,600 baud. That's all you get on your smartphone. All this compression of your voice. Sounds like a neat idea though. So statistics, information modeling, machine learning. Compression, data transmission, podcasting. together all right well with that I will leave you for episode 400 to kind of give you an overview of what we've been talking about in the last couple of months and the things that I want to put into my uh, my little programs that I'm working on doesn't sound like much but it's been fun learning all this and thinking about it and talking about it going over it in my new detail and horrible horrible detail And I hope maybe I inspire someone else to pick this up. And as I said previously, I want to make this interesting and available to someone who thinks like me, who thinks differently, and maybe doesn't have the same skill set that the most amazing mathematicians have most amazing memory and mathematical ability I was listening to this guy today he was talking about having fun and going easy on yourself having the right attitude towards math and I hope that with what we're doing you're getting people interested in it. And maybe I can inspire some people to study math and computing and visualization 
and maybe I need to study some more well, what other people have done and to fit it more into my framework. But the guy said that it's not nothing wrong with reinventing the wheel or coming up with the answers on your own because it's all about exercising your thinking muscles and problem-solving skills. There's no shame in doing it again and then arriving at the same conclusions that other people came up to hundreds of years before and connecting to them and seeing how they did it, comparing. Because in the end, it's the solving of these math problems themselves the introspection, the examination of your state, of your internal status, that's interesting. And that's kind of what we're going to think about doing. So yeah, to get back to those colors, I can get rid of this whole color class and just go straight for the <clears throat> the array, the matrix of numbers, the three different colors or whatever colors are used. That will speed up and reduce the time spent. if I underspecify the colors and have more vertices than colors or more colors than vertices what's going to happen well, I'm going to play with that some more but first I need to reduce the time spent on making changes I want to have it fast instantaneous edits. I want to edit and save and have it appear instantly on my screen with a reload function and the revaluation, re-evaluation, the reloader. And not have a minute or 30 seconds compile time for each one. So, anyway, I will talk to you guys soon. Have a nice time.
This is episode 400. The review. Yeah. Feed the fungus, feed the fungus, feed the fungus.